When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes, no joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. There's a bat loose in our house. There's a bat! Get it back! Get it back! You're doing great! Get it back! You're doing great! You're doing a great job there. Oh, stand up there. Oh! <laughs> Jason Matheson. Come on, Denny! There's a bat loose! Come on, Denny! You're tiring him out. He's like McGregor. He's got no legs left. Go on. Catch him now. There he is. Get him. Oh. 
Jason Matthews is so good. It's so good. Oh, the dog is just sitting there. Oh. Oh. He's on me. Oh. It's on him. It's on him, everybody. It's on him. Oh, my gosh. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, (laughs) Don McClain, and one word, Kenny. Welcome to the show, everybody, for this Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Thank you. God bless America. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. We made it. We uh, made it. To the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah, Yeah. we got the show on. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. It started out rocky. If you want to hear it, uh, go back and listen to the six o'clock at the beginning of the show. Go back and listen to the podcast. It was it was dicey there for a minute. I we should wear my GoPro and just show you what I'm doing. Yeah, and post it as, oh. as a YouTube video. It was very, yeah. very dicey. We almost we almost weren't here. That's not good grammar, but we almost didn't make it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh huh. We were the opposite of Mary Tyler Moore. We almost didn't make it after all. <laughs> We buried our beret. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was oh. bad. It was bad. But we're here. You're here. Kenny's here. Traffic's here. Kenny, can I ask you a general uh, traffic question? Because I was bemoaning no. this. No, you can. No, not today. Pit the crap. Go ahead, Jason. I'm just kidding. Um, I was bemoaning this, so I, I, which I often do, talking out of both sides of my rear. I celebrate when I see people uh, out and about, uh, you know, uh, eating at restaurants and uh, eating outside in downtowns. I love that. Okay, but then the other side of my mouth, I think you know where I'm going. I I'm hating the fact that traffic uh, is now really busy in downtown again. So are are you seeing? Because you see this day to day. Are you seeing traffic rising? Yeah, it's slowly been building for the last month, and it's. It's uh, almost back to normal um, pre-COVID levels. It's there's still uh, a shorter rush. Yeah. I, um, where earlier it would start at six thirty and run through eight thirty. Now it's more right right around seven and wrapping up by eight fifteen. But um, we're seeing a lot of what I call the general jam. It's just congestion related. It's not due to a crash or a stall or anything blocking. It's just all the vehicles on the road and, you know, places like eastbound 10 at 35W, 169 from the Minnesota River to 494. Uh, the Strip and the Crosstown uh, last week and all of this week have been jamming. So, yeah, we are seeing hev- much heavier levels mm. around the system. Yep. Well, um, and, and go ahead. Yeah, and inbound 394 to uh, get into downtown and to access 94 through the tunnel. That's been getting ugly again. Okay. Uh, I, I anecdotally have felt that. Well, since we're on this topic too, Kenny, uh, how's, uh, how's B. Arthur's commute in uh, from Edina Fly? How's that look? I heard a rumor, and the camera is out there, so I, I'm, I'm really bummed out. I called a guy at Channel 5. I'm sending a photographer out there. I'm hearing that she's tangled up in a power wire and sparking and that her hair is on fire right now. Oh, no. Her hair and her britches are on fire. Oh, crap. Well, if we get any more updates on that, let us know. She's, B. Arthur's caught up in wires, everyone. I repeat, B. Arthur's caught up in wires. wires. Sparking wires. Mm. And that wig, Kenny, I don't know if you know this, it's synthetic. So that synthetic wig. Well, that explains it. I've had a wig catch on fire before. Of course you had McLean. And I was dressed as the Wicked Witch. On stage. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because there's a part in the 
where she reaches for the shoes, the, the slippers. Yeah. And yeah. Um, there's a little device, a flash pot in there. And okay. the, the crew used to cram that thing with so much of that flash paper to make a big spark on stage. Whenever I reached down to, I would flick this thing. Yeah. And it was packed one night. And it sparked up and caught my wig on fire. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, show no. went on, though. I just kind of patted it out. I was like, ah! <laughs> you cursed brat look what you've done you know and then i just went on that's a true wow. professional you stayed in character as your wig was on fire yeah. i would have stopped dropped rolled rolled no. off the stage i mean found some beverage and dumped it on my head lex you know how dramatic i am i would have been yeah. like i'm on fire yeah <laughs> And actually, the girl that's in ear, uh, uh, Mayor of Easttown, she was yeah. the Dorothy that night, and yeah. she just, uh, she was just, I mean, the look on her face, and she was just like, oh. <laughs> and then I really came at her because that's whenever I take the hourglass and tell her how much time she has left to live. Yeah. Oh, we were wondering. She was like, that. I was so scared of you, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, we all uh, we all wish B. Arthur the best. We'll check in with Kenny a little bit later to see if she uh, got out of those power uh, power lines. We'll, we'll, we'll check oh, in. Oh, yeah. 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 She's okay. Uh, Mrs. Gulch, would you like to give something away before we uh, go to break here? Yes. Let's do a Baldemar gift card. Let's do it. Oh, gosh. Baldemar is a great upscale steakhouse on the northeast side of Rosedale Center. It is a standalone restaurant. You can't miss it if you're going into the AMC because we all know that at the Rosedale Center, you're forced to go only one direction. Uh, Is that they're still changing the case? that. They're oh! changing that, Dawn. Yes. Lord in heaven, how great. Well, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Be caller 7. And I will just add, and maybe Kenny saw this, our good friend Shay Cab, best car service in the country. Shay revealed yesterday that Baltimore was one of her top two restaurant destinations for clients last year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Top cool. two in the metro. Like, that's every restaurant in the metro. It's great. Wow. And deservedly so. That place kicks earth. Did she say the other one? Uh, Demi, Gavin Kaysen's uh, fancy, fancy, schmancy oh, restaurant. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like $1,000 for a piece of lettuce. Anyway, 651-641-1071-651-641. Would you like some dressing with that? Uh, call right now. We'll be back after this. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche. 
change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consult at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. On top of old Smokey. (laughs) Where did Yogi Bear come home to find his wife? This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. (laughs) Oh, I'll talk more about it in depth. Uh... Maybe tomorrow or um, maybe Monday, but wow, I am listening to, and I've mentioned this briefly before, I'm listening to the podcast companion to CNN's docuseries, The Story of Late Night, and this podcast is by uh, legendary entertainment columnist, writer, author, Bill Carter, who is entrenched in Late Night. He wrote that great book, The Late Shift, about the Leno Letterman fight. Yeah. Uh, Bill, who I love, and I hope eventually I would love to have him on our show. Um, Bill is the executive producer and host of this podcast. He goes deeper into different aspects of uh, comedy or in, uh, of late night. And uh, one brief little anecdote, this the episode I was listening to on the way in today was about comics. And all four of us, we know it because we're of that age. And we've mentioned it in context of the history of pop culture how comedians' careers were made uh, by going on Johnny Carson. Oh, that yeah. ap- that apparatus doesn't exist anymore. Um, but in literally, uh, Bill put it really well. Most of the comedians he spoke to of that generation, they know their birthday, and they know the date and time that they went on Johnny because it was like a career birthday. And I know that's hard for young folks to wrap their head around, but it's the truth. Yeah, your, that's how you your, do it. Your life, your whole life changed after coming out of that curtain. And the one little anecdote that I'm just going to drop here, and again, I have clips we'll play at a different time. This one comedian, uh, Brian Regan, talked about how he was backstage and, you know, that multicolored curtain that Carson had. And he's back there and his hands are kind of um, tense. And the floor director, this grisly old floor director, said to him, okay, you're going to go out there. And there's a a mark for Johnny, and there's a mark for you. Don't stand on Johnny's mark. You stand on the other mark. So he said, here he is, seconds from the band in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ding, which is his cue to go, you know, he's out there, he's trying to remember his bits, he's trying to remember his, his, his uh, set, he's trying to remember everything, and here now, all he's concentrating on and worrying about is not, is stepping on the right star on the floor, and I just thought, oh, what, what terror, you know, because your career could either sink or soar in that one moment, and here you are now... <laughs> He goes, he, he goes, if you look back and look at that tape, I'm looking down on the floor to make sure I'm stepping on the right mark. Um, so there's all sorts of stories like that. It's oh. really good. Get it wherever you find your podcasts. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. And the story of Late Night, there's a comedian. He talked about how uh, he got emotional talking about the first time he went on Carson. Yep. And he said that was the most remarkable point in my life. And then he stopped himself and he goes, oh, well. And my children's birth. And I, I should probably say that because you're supposed to say that. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, it was just. And then, yeah, then he started just bawling up, bawling because yep. he just remembered that moment of what that felt like. And it can make or break you, too, because Jay Leno, he loved him. He did a great job. But then he wasn't on for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Letterman who yeah. brought him back and then made him popular again. Yeah. Yeah, the irony of the Letterman-Leno fight is the fact that Letterman is basically responsible for putting right. Leno back in the orbit of The Tonight Show. Yeah, because he's um, been on Carson for yeah, many, many, many years. years. Then, What's yep. your beef? He always used to go on on, uh, on uh, Letterman's show, and Letterman would say, well, what's your beef? And then Leno would go off on whatever was bugging him, and it was a fun bit. Yeah. And they did it every time Leno appeared on uh, Letterman. But I, I meant to tell you yesterday, Jason, that um, this Roco TV deal I, I have here in the office. Yeah, there's a Johnny Carson channel. Oh yeah, and oh I yes. Sit here and just sit here and watch old Carson episodes. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's so good, Kenny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And in this podcast, Lex, I don't know if you've gotten to this again. It's called Behind the Desk, My Talkers. You should. You're obviously listening to the station, so you love pop culture. Um, one of the producers that's interviewed Lex, her name is Madeline Smithberg. I don't know if you've heard, if you've listened, but Madeline Smithberg is now a regular on, uh, I'm blessed, is now a regular on my show. Um, she does a cooking show now, and uh, she's delightful, and she has so many insights. She was the normal person booker on Letterman, so she's in charge, she was in charge of all of the great um, kind of people that you would find at county fairs and all. She was in charge of those segments. Oh, Some of the, cool. yeah. And she's interviewed on this podcast. Yeah, I'm not there list- in the podcast yet. I okay. Just, oh, yeah, just started. She's so good. So, uh, let's talk about Real Housewives of New York, Kenny. If you want to take a nap, uh, we'll talk to you in a little <laughs> bit. Um, Lex, you watched episode two. I as did. did. I. And what is going on? The whole show is neutered. It just feels like I, they're having all these like spiritual shaman people. Which look, I'm all about that. That's but usually to like watch, the sixth episode. Thank you. Yeah, but to watch other people do it, and you think you want to be in that moment when you're doing. It. They did it twice in this episode with Sonia and her person who brought out all of this. Like it was like Carrot Top and his like trunk of tricks. Like she'd taken out the sound his Gallagher. thing. Gallagher, yeah. <laughs> And and then they did it as a group at this party. I I don't know what's going on. It just 
I can't even. It just it's boring. It's boring. It's so uh, you know. Oh, I'm gonna invite my friends over when you know this is part of the story. It's like they don't have a choice. Uh, Lex, here's a point. Why are you pretending? Here's the thing, Lex. There is no story. No. There is no. There is no story. It's just going to. I am so disappointed and I'm so bummed. New York is my crown jewel. Now look. Um, oh yeah, I know you love it. Yeah. Beverly Hills is going to kick oh, ours no. next week, oh. right, Don? Right. Yeah, I mean, right. we're going to oh, 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 the nineteenth. Next week, Don. Next week. Oh, the nineteenth. And Lex, you're going to jump back on board for a minute. I am. Aren't you? I'm in. You're going to look. A, at... I'm in on that. Yeah, I've been off for like a few seasons, but yeah. Um, but I'll but, be back. Lex, you know how I you know how I feel about New York. New York is my jam. It's my yes. peanut butter and jelly. I'm really mad at Bravo. They have. I'm so glad you began your observation with the word neutered because that's exactly what Bravo has done with this show. They have neutered it, and yeah. it is unrecognizable. There is no pizzazz. There is no. Um, it feels very small to me. Um, not only in cast size but in scope. Um, I am not loving Ebony. I like her, but I'm not loving her. She's um, very careful. She's. Th- Lex, thank and you. You don't want that in a, you She's like too normal. Because she grew up <laughs> like, well, and she also grew up. That's the problem with the yeah. new housewives. They know the game. They know yep. the show. Um, and you know what? There, the, the and you always observe this. The problem too. There are no organic relationships anymore. No. Mm-mm. You know, Ebony admitted she's like, I would normally never hang out with you no, four white women. Yeah. <laughs> she said that. I'm not. Yep. I'm not saying that. She said that. Um, there are no organic relationships, which that's at the heart of this show. That's what New York has always done so well. Yes. And it's showing. I just looked at the ratings before this segment, and they Dude. are down considerably. Oh, Bra- I. I- see that well and even like ramona and sonia who nope. they're that they're kind of the core friendship there ramona's really trying but sonia's kind of like i'm done done I, I just can't take the energy i can't take it and yeah. i don't blame her now the person that was new to me because i didn't watch last season is leah and she has mm, the worst personal sense of style that i've seen of anyone on the show <laughs> I hate her fashion sense. I, I am just so, so distracted. She walked over to Ebony's in this big, huge, bright pink bow on her shoulder. <laughs> like, bigger than Minnie Mouse bow. Yeah. And walking Uh-oh. around, like, I, I just, I'm so confused. And then they go to her, her confessionals, and you're just like, ew, what is that, a neon leopard print? And I- then she has this weird, like... Sailor Moon thing, which normally I'm all about it. I love cosplay. I think it's great, but she was wearing it like normal. Like this Lex is cool. Just pulled out, Lex just pulled out Sailor Moon. <laughs> Lex just said Sailor Moon. That's an anime from the I love 90s. You today. Well, and I day, probably shouldn't even be focusing on this, but that's no. that's what you focus on when there's really nothing going on. And then this whole Burning Man thing he oh, seems so I... out of touch because. They don't know what it is. No. And then we got Leah and these chaps. I mean, I'm sure for some people they really liked it, but I was just like, this is tacky. What is going on? <laughs> did, did you notice Lex Kenny perked up when he said chaps and ladies? Yeah. She, she, <laughs> yeah, he woke like, up from his nap. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name again? <laughs> I, I'll just end by saying, Bravo, you got to fix this. And you got to, it's too late for the season, but you got to fix this. You, you got to shut it down. Not, you can't shut it down. It's already been taped. But you you neutered this. You chopped off its yeah. testicles. 
Uh, it has no nothing. It looks like a Ken. This show is a Ken doll. It has oh. not. There, you have new you nothing. Uh, do, how about last season? What was Good. it? Not, it was I mean, look, okay. It was fine without Bethany, but I mean, um, still not better because Dorinda was there at least. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she so, can stir the drink. She can. So, Bravo, fix this because your ratings—it's oh. showing, girl. It's showing. Seven twenty-nine. When we come back, uh, Kenny will wake up and we will play. Would you rather next? All I can is to make a choice. Would you rather? Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? Oh boy, that's really being deconstructed. Awful, Awful. I'm sorry, Kenny. Dear friends, here we go. Hold on to your wigs and keys and granny panties. Would you rather... Have the police hunting for you for hunting you for a murder you didn't commit or have a killer clown hunting you. Hmm. I might clown. take my chances for the clown. Yeah. Clowns. Killer yeah. Clown. Yeah. yeah. Is he a supernatural clown like it? Um, no follow up questions. Okay. What, what even is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing clown. Yeah, I'm doing clown. Okay. We might have a chance against the clown, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Out trick him. Well, you can fight back at least. You know. Yeah. Would you rather? Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to kind of reword this. Oh, no. Have the voice pitch of the opposite sex. Yeah. Or have the muscle mass body build of the opposite sex. Ooh. Body build. Neither one. No, Kenny, that's not a joke. Kenny, you have to pick one. It's not not the game, Kenny. I'm not playing. Kenny, you have to play. It's in our our contract. No. And going home. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. You're singular? Balls. Okay, thank you, Lex. <laughs> um, um, I would rather have the muscle mass. Because I'll okay. just be, sl- I'll be hopeful. Yeah. Oh, but do I have to have, then that Slimmer. means, do I have there's boobies? All, yeah, there's, yeah. All, there's all different Lucky. ranges here. Okay, I know. Yeah, you can choose. Fine. I want my voice like a man. I know, but my voice is kind of my. Um, I don't want mine like a man. I don't. Fine. Real deep. I'll have the muscle mass. I want to keep my voice. Okay. <laughs> it's so frightening, Lex. <laughs> How you doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, here we go. Did we all? Yeah, we all. Okay. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Would you rather? Oh, this is awful. <laughs> Have chapped lips that never heal. Ow. Or horrendous dandruff that can't be treated. <laughs> I love horrendous dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> not not minor dandruff. Not a little. Yeah. 
horrendous. 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 Oh, yeah. I gotta go with the dandruff, guys. That'd be a good band Use name. Horrendous dandruff. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with, Lex? I'm going with the dandruff because you, your mouth talking, eating, the whole thing, that hurts. At least then I could just pull my hair up and pat it. And have the snow fall where, where it may. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe just, yeah. I'm, dye no. my hair white. I'll have chap okay, lips. I'm way too vain. I was just going to say, Carla, I was like... Dawn so vain. She probably thinks this game is about her. That's right. That's right. I don't want it. I can kind of hide the chap lips. Mm-hmm. How? At a girl. At a girl. Dandruff is easier to hide. Um, yeah, girl, white, no, it's... Come on, white shirts, shave your head. Like Lex said, dye your hair, wear a hat. That's easy. Yeah, your lips are all like, oh. <sighs> Bloody and blistery and oh, for God's sake. Oh, Lord Jesus. I don't know. I think the two, I think I'm going with Dawn. I think the Vane twins are going, <laughs> we're going to be together. <laughs> Kenny and I, I would be so. Our, what, destructive dandruff? Yeah, no, horrendous dandruff. Oh, horrendous. Get it right. <laughs> Get it right, Lex. I don't want to wear a hat forever. No. Oh. No, and, yeah. Anyway, okay. Can't no. eat spicy foods. Ooh, that would hurt. I yeah. don't care about that. Kissing your partner. Here we go. <laughs> Would you rather have a significant other who hates your parents? Oh no. Or a significant other who hates your friends and dog? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. Ouchie. I love this game. I guess hates my friends. You know. Yeah, it's because the I don't dog want part that's getting me. I know. Oh. If Colin didn't like Dexter or Big, I... <sighs> I don't have a dog. Nobody yeah. wants to answer this one. I know. Yeah. I don't um, think my parents listen. I I, I don't think they listen. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, hates my parents because then it'll be both of us. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh God! It's just a Elvis. joke. It's a you joke. Love I don't it. hate of my course, Jesus. you love your parents. <laughs> I'm actually gonna pick the parent one because you can isolate and it, you you can you yeah. don't see them every day, so you can manage that. Would it suck? Yes. Yeah. But you I, can. I'm with you. You can, you know, you can cocoon your parents like, okay, I'm going to go visit. You can stay here, go to Dairy Queen or whatever. But your dog and your friends? Yeah. That's hard. That's a daily life thing. Like if Colin came home every day with hate in his heart for Dexter and Big, that would be a that would be a daily problem. This is all dependent on your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Because you spend, you live with your partner and your dog. Exactly. You know, and I'm thinking about well, I have I will have my parents forever until mm-hmm. they pass. So yeah. that would be a bigger problem to me because friends totally. come and go. Yes. Yeah. Let me yeah. stress once again, I do not hate my parents. We know. <laughs> Thank you. We know, Kenny. We know. Well, I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to the people who are going to say, "Hey, did you hear what Kenny said about you on the radio?" Just yeah. so you know, the busy uh, those people listening. listen busybodies. Yeah. He did jazz hands when he said it. Yeah, yes. we, we, saw we all know what hands. that means. That we means I'm joking. What, when Kenny does jazz hands, we know what that means. <laughs> it's like the dinner bell for me. Okay, that wraps up. I hope you're happy with your choice. Would you rather? This has been 
Would you rather? When we return, this is us. Very sad news. Chrissy Teigen versus Courtney Stodden. Very sad news. (laughs) Those stories when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. I played the short great. version of that. Here we go. When we wanna be in great company, come on along to the place where you has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I swear we will get our wheels on before 9 a.m. I, uh, <laughs> I should, it's been a struggle. Can we go back to has, bed already? Can we? Kenny's halfway in bed already. He's already in bed. Uh, let's just all go. Don, let's just yeah. uh, let's close up shop. Tell Don and Steve they got to get in here early. Yeah. We got to. We have done. to get Grant in here early, too. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, yeah. we'll get to, we'll call him or thanks for know. including me though to leave. I yeah, appreciate I, that. Yeah, I, we look out for you, Dawn. I yeah. mean, I'll, we, we, it's and by the way, let me just give you a compliment because we need some positivity. You look very nice today. <laughs> oh, thanks. You look very. You look yeah. like you're. That you coral like, color is nice on you. I know, oh, Dawn's. Uh, we can see each other now, my talkers, uh, via the B Arthur spy cameras, and mm-hmm. uh, so Dawn looks like she's getting ready to go to a meeting. Yeah, you look like you're very <laughs> dressed up. Yeah, I might today. power jacket. Or is it more of a tangerine? Uh, it's, I think it's like a coral. Oh, okay. very nice. Yeah. Kenny you. looks lovely as always, too. It's, it's like um, mm-hmm. Golden Girls, you know, something yeah. they would wear. But, yeah. But hipper. Um, <laughs> okay, Lex, you got a. Uh, I'm going to do the headline, but this is your jam. This is your show. Uh, but not only yeah. did we find out Ellen was ending next year, but This Is Us is ending next season. How do you feel? I'm sad. And I, I haven't been keeping up, but this was the show that I was going to go back to and binge because you can't really talk about the plot on this show. We have all these no. other things that we need to watch, but I watched that for my own enjoyment. And I, I'm a few seasons behind, so I know I still have, and I will catch up. But I am sad only in the sense that I feel like for network TV, this was kind of the last hope. It was really one of the only shows oh, that was yeah. nominated for awards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's been populated by streaming services. And fans of This Is Us, they really love the show. Yeah. So for them, I'm feeling bad. And uh, w- is there any other show in the network universe that can step into its place? Gosh, I don't, I don't know because so. I haven't watched like network TV in a very in, long time. In, I don't even know forever. how to turn it on. I to don't be either. honest with you, in our house, we have to do something with a, we have to move things around and yeah, do things with the remote. Well, look, this is a show. I think I, I we said it early on. I always felt like this show did have. It's like a carton of milk. 
Yeah. It it had an expiration date, not mm. because of its quality, but I think the structure and the format of the show, mm. the whole looking back while looking forward, you know, the time jumping thing. Yeah, yeah you want stories. Yeah, to me, it was limiting in that way that I, I didn't think this was going to go on for 10, 15 years. I mean, it could have been, but I, I always thought this was a five year or a six year or and now I think it's I think it is it is going to wrap up in the sixth year. But yeah, um, yeah before it, uh, I don't know. I, I never. Yeah, go ahead. Don. No, I watched uh, the first couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And I um, was emotionally exhausted by the end it of it. it yeah. And so that has a, um, it's a faster burn rate. Like when you hear a song on the radio that's very catchy, but it has the same hook that's very mm-hmm. like, oh boy, this is going to burn fast. That's the way I felt about um and then I felt like it was like almost manipulative, like they were manipulating me to cry every episode, and I that, that that's that. that's what they were looking for. And I just it was exhausting. I I liked it, and then I was like, I don't like this so much. I feel like they're trying too hard to make people cry. I mm. was I was out after they killed Glenn. That was when I Uh-oh. got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Walking Dead. Oh, that's Walking Dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was out right We're after. still on that space. boat, right, Don? Yeah. 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 I do love that. You know, there's there's an there's an analogy that's really good that's escaping me, but I do love. It is like a boat, though, for Walking Dead, and I and I take I take evil joy from it. It's like Alexis. I gave you my this. Maybe this analogy works. It's like you and I uh, were at a bar before the Titanic was taking off, <laughs> uh-huh. and I gave you my ticket, and I said, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> I got <laughs> you know some what? stuff to do here." You the go. boat looks, you know, Lex. I I cruised on a boat similar to this, and it looks. <laughs> this boat looks really good. Here, girl, take my ticket, and you get on the boat, and the next thing we know, I will go down with this ship. Yeah, next thing we know, you are floating. <laughs> You're floating on a piece of plywood in the icy waters of the North Atlantic while I'm back in Ireland. Yeah, while I'm back on shore going, oh, crap, it's sinking. You know, (laughs) that's kind of that's that's how I feel about recommending The Walking Dead and then walking away from it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, bon voyage. Bye, Bye, bitches. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Your Your boat is filled with zombies. Bye. Have fun. But But I never got into this. And we're not going to any of the franchises. Forget Carol and Daryl. Oh, hell no. His greasy hair. No. Now, my boyfriend, MC, loves Fear the Walking Dead. Do you watch that? I don't. He Um, thinks he's... And he feels the same way. Much superior. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to jump on that, though. I'm done with that. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I... uh, I never got on. This is us, um, and and it's Dawn's. Well, I'm. It's because, it's because of, Dawn. of me. Yeah, because you. I'm I thought about influence. it. Yeah, I, I. I thought. I thought about it, and then uh, you were like, "It's mentally exhausting." <laughs> it's a lot. I feel. I feel manipulated. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> so I never I never watched it. So yeah, that is a good warning. I feel like with This Is Us, I kept on the train again yeah. and now I'm I'm invested. So it's kind of the same boat. So maybe in the last few episodes or seasons, it's kind of been up and down for fans. So I'm not sure about that ride. 
and I, I will be going on on that eventually. But it's uh, I, just in general, you just yeah, you you feel bad because a lot of people still love the show, mm-hmm. and this and it, was kind of the show. Well, and as you guys correctly uh, pointed out, it is the last buzzy network show right now. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe something it? maybe will replace it, but it's the last show that still gets. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Um, still in its eight. 18th season Grey's Anatomy gets headlines still so I mean uh, you know they still Entertainment Weekly still writes about that show and Um, that one's always on the cusp of going away too it's always well will Ellen Pompeo will she sign on okay great right because that's that's the key you can't have the show without her and when she decides she's done the show is done wouldn't that be nice to have that power seriously never happens in radio and Colin, you know, Colin and I had that deal that he watches an old show that meant a lot to me and, and vice versa, and he is watching Knott's Landing. He picked Grey's Anatomy finally, and last night, ironically, I started oh, Grey's Anatomy. You I watched, did? I watched the pilot last night. Yes, I did. Oh, cool. Yay, so, yay. I will finish uh, the 17 seasons in uh, 2024. <laughs> so oh stay tuned for that episode yeah. of Jason and Alexis. I would Alexis. do it by July. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don would do it by next month. Um, our good friend, the psychic to the stars, Maria Shaw, will join us with a look ahead to the spring-summer season for Libras and Leos. Oh, my.